You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of The Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Maurice Kilfer. And unfortunately, Susie can't join us today, but we do have a very special guest joining us. It's Sam again! Woohoo! <laughs> we got you. We got you twice in less than two months. I'm happy about that. <laughs> I don't have the record of Corey and Brian yet. You, I, but... I need to get that. We we have we have a list working on you and I that uh, yeah. you're going to be joining us for. So we we will definitely get you up there. <laughs> yeah. Every time I think of anything, I'm like, message Mike right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so far, I'm I'm happy to say there has been no conflicted because because uh, Dawn and Mike and Josh and a few other people have given me like a handful of movies or like, if you ever cover this, I want to be on. And all the ones you've given me, there's been no confliction. So I'm like, hey, we're good. Yeah. But we are starting our new month. Uh, we actually decided this kind of like two episodes ago where uh, we didn't know what we were going to do for August. For August, originally, we were talking about returning to bad horror movies, um, you know, movies that we hate. But we wanted to include the listeners in that one. So that I need to take a couple more uh, polls uh, for. Um, so we ended up deciding on unnecessary sequels. So this month is all about unnecessary sequels. Now, they're not necessarily bad movies. They're just sequels we didn't need. <laughs> so we're kicking things off with episode 189, The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. <laughs> From, <laughs> what a fucking title. title. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is from 1985. It's an hour and 31 minutes. Directed by Felipe Mora, uh, who did The Beast Within, Death of a Soldier, The Howling 3. This one I need to see. Pterodactyl Woman of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a communist werewolf. Both of these sound amazing, so I need to check them out. I don't know how I've never heard of those two. <laughs> I know, right? I was immediately looking them up like, oh, God, I got to find these. <laughs> but the cast is kind of crazy because we have a few people that we would know and then a lot of horrible actors. But we start things off with uh, Stefan, played by Christopher Lee. Yeah, the late, great Christopher Lee. Now, this guy, anyone listening to this show should know his pedigree. He was in a fuck ton of Hammer movies. Obviously, stuff like the Lord of the Rings movies, the Star Wars prequels. We already saw him on this show in Gremlins 2 and Sleepy Hollow. He was in a ton of Tim Burton movies like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Alice in Wonderland, etc., etc. And then we can't forget Police Academy 6, Mission to Moscow. <laughs> um... <laughs> That we have Jenny, played by Annie McEnroe. Uh, we actually saw her once already on this show. She was in Beetlejuice. She was the annoying uh, real estate agent. Um, she was also in Manhunter, Born on the Fourth of July, and The Doors. Then we have Ben, played by Reb Brown. Oh, my God, this guy is awful. Um, he was in Kolchak the Night Stalker. He was in Robo War, Last Flight to Hell, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, and... He fucking played Captain America in the two made-for-TV Captain America movies from the 1970s. Oh, man. So, 
Yeah, he was the guy in the clear motorcycle helmet as Cap. <laughs> uh, then we have Mariana, played by Marcia A. Hunt. She was in Dracula AD 1972, Never Say Never Again, and Tank Mauling. Uh, then we have Sturba, played by Sybil Danning, who was in Battle Beyond the Stars, Chained Heat, Hercules, V, The Hitchhiker, Amazon Women on the Moon, and Halloween 2007, where, which is where we know her from. Uh, then finally, we have Vlad, played by Judd Oman who was in Red Dawn, Dune, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Chud 2, Bud the Chud. One day that will be on here. Uh, Dollman, Freddy's Nightmares, Matlock, and the A-Team. So, this is uh, a sequel to a werewolf movie we already covered that, if I recall correctly, all three of us were not big, big fans of. Me, me Maurice, and Susie. Um, I like the first Howling well enough but it pales in comparison to the plethora of other werewolf movies that were out at the time, in my opinion. Uh, You know, it's, it's just, it's good idea. It just, I didn't think it was executed very well, but we're not talking about the good howling. We're talking about the sequels. So let's go around the table. Sam, what are your thoughts on this film? Four points. Mask galore. Why Mm. were there so many masks used? (laughs) 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 <laughs> Sybil Danning totally embraced her Grace Jones of vamp. Like yes! I kept getting that feel the whole time. I was just like thinking like, oh man, yep, Grace Jones, totally. And then their threesome was the strangest threesome I've ever seen. <laughs> like what was going on? They just kept making noises at each other. It was and like, rubbing each other's even... hair. Yeah, yeah, not even rubbing each other. Just rubbing each other's hair, making noises like, what is going on? And then why were they worshiping a bat on a stick? (laughs) Anyone answer that question? Surprisingly, I can. Um, This (laughs) this movie was originally written as a vampire film. And apparently the first script that they wrote for this movie, uh, for, for the actual Howling 2... Um, they were not pleased with, and they were running out of time, so they took a shelved vampire script, changed everything about it that was vampires, and made it werewolves. <laughs> so, it was originally supposed to be some vampire horror movie. And okay. they got Planet of the, and they got Planet of the Apes suits. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes! Like, every time they were in the woods, I was like, is that a fuzzy bear or an ape? Because it's not a werewolf. <laughs> it it legit was from Planet of the Apes. Apparently, uh, the the production was sent. Um, yeah, they were they were sent a 20th Century Fox Planet of the Apes costume box. And uh, when the director freaked out trying to tell you know his producers like we can't work with this, they you can't make ape suits look like werewolf costumes. He was like, that's what you got. Work with it. Which is why um, uh, Christopher Lee makes the comment when he's explaining to Ben and Jen about the werewolves how it's like reverse evolution. And there's like the various stages of completion. Cause he was trying to say like, oh yeah, they start off as man, they turn into a monkey, then they become a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> because literally they were working with Planet of the Apes suits. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Uh, so uh, so overall, fan or no? <laughs> it, it was entertaining. It was definitely entertaining. Um, Christopher Lee in the 80s sunglasses, great. Oh my god, I loved that scene. <laughs> yeah, he's just like blending in, blending in. <laughs> I, 
those fucking sunglasses and like the members only jacket that he was rocking. I lost my shit. I was like, this is amazing. There was like this continuous theme of, wait, am I watching a music video or a movie? Especially at the end when they yes. did start playing the music video. I'm like, wait, no, this has to be a music video now. <laughs> well, and did you see how many times they did the tit shot for Sybil Danning in the end credits? Oh my God. At first, I was like, wait, is my TV glitching? <laughs> nah. <laughs> this is streaming. It shouldn't do that. <laughs> it, they did it a total of 17 times. They showed that titty <laughs> shot. I can't believe you counted. <laughs> like, I I just looked it up. <laughs> it, it's because it's because she didn't want to do any nudity in the movie. Yeah. So they compromised in one scene, but they basically said, "Screw you," and then they did that. I I I don't know. I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, but oh, I'm sure they did. What? And, and well, the same. Joe Dante kind of did the same thing in the first uh, movie. I forget her name, but. The lead werewolf lady in the first movie, she didn't want to do a um, a nude scene. And he was like, oh, oh don't worry. Y- you know, your nudity is going to be obscured by the flames of the fire. And we're going to do creative camera angles. So they're really not going to see anything. And then, like, the final film, as we know, during the werewolf sex scene, it's like, there's them titties. Like, just popped right out. So <laughs> she was pretty pissed off about that. But, yeah, Sybil Danning did say she only wanted to do the one nude scene because uh, she was trying to get away from being the nude actress. And they were just like, yeah, fuck that. Here's your tits 17 times. Like, wow, what dicks. <laughs> Let's just keep repeating that over and over. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. well, Maurice, um, I remember warning you last week <laughs> that this movie was bad. What are your thoughts? This movie is. Okay. Well... <laughs> I, I'm speechless on this one. <laughs> Okay, I know the month is unintentional sequels. Mm-hmm. This movie should have been unintentionally done. <laughs> this movie may be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> wow, even even worse than it follows, huh? Because I know you hate that one. Worse than Blood Rage. Blood <laughs> Rage. I love worse, too. I worse than it follows. <laughs> I this still haven't is, seen that. Don't. Don't waste your time. <laughs> I, I, I love it. They hate it. <laughs> Maurice <laughs> they hate it. Um, this, this movie's just not good. And, and from what I gathered, I think after a couple shoots, I, I think Christopher Lee was done with it, too. Oh, yeah. No, there's even some scenes in the movie where you can tell, like, he looks like, I'm so fucking done with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what uh, did I get myself into? Pretty much. Yep. Uh, the, the, there's nothing good about this movie. The, no. That 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 uh, hour and 31 long uh, song <laughs> of that terrible band. <laughs> that I think movie, it was... That, the, the light of the moon or the pale of the moon or whatever it was uh, called. I, I don't know. The howling of the well, moon. Well, they had the theme know. song, too, that they were doing, like, constantly. Uh-huh. Throughout yeah. every fucking scene. Yeah. Well, uh, let me just say, that band sucks as much as the movie sucks. <laughs> I, I, I really, I honestly cannot find anything good to say about this movie. Nothing. Yeah. 
The acting was terrible. The script was terrible. The music sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, not, I mean, the suits weren't even, like, werewolf suits. They couldn't even get that right. <laughs> yep. I mean, I understand you get, you know, suits by mistake, but do something to make it look good. They didn't even try. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I don't know. This is probably the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I will never... Never watch it again. The, like, ragtag group that, you know, is kind of, like, fighting them and whatever, like, the priest and a bunch of old guys. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Tell me that didn't remind you of the final scene from Waxwork, though, where, like, all yeah. the old guys get together with, like, pitchforks and torches. Yeah, but like, at least, like, that one was entertaining. Although that one was well done. This was not. Yeah. <laughs> they, they may have explained this, but I gotta be honest with you guys. I'd say about 40 minutes and I was done. Like I, <laughs> I, I, w- I watched it on my tablet and I probably set it down and was doing other things. I, I, I was doing other things. I, I had it set down. I, I couldn't. <laughs> You're like, no, nah, no. Nah. Um, Did you see the golf ball moon? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ritual like, scene when they shoot to the moon. You're like, is that a golf ball? <laughs> yep. I, I, I may have missed this. Because I miss a lot. How the hell were they turned into werewolves in the middle of the day? Okay, so they they did some hand wavy werewolf explanations with this, um, but they also did this in the first movie. That basically, like as you turn, you start to be able to control it. So they they can change back and forth at will, even in the first film. But at the full moon the full beast comes out. Like they just go kind of crazy with it, which is why Vlad was having trouble controlling it at the end of the movie and was like, you know, just deciding he was going to go full fucking werewolf. Like while he was doing a task for stir, but he was like, just freaking out. You know, it's like, (laughs) Oh, cause the full moon. Gotcha. (laughs) Like it it wasn't explained. Well, he was also a shapeshifter to an owl. Did anyone else catch on to that? No, I didn't see that at all. I must (laughs) have. He was like cooing like an owl at one point when, you know, our, our heroes randomly went and had sex for some reason. And he was like mm-hmm. cooing outside the window. And then they like showed an owl that made the same noise. And then there was two other spots in the movie where like you kind of saw him and then you saw an owl. <laughs> I didn't even put that so together. I think, yeah. I don't know I, I, if that's actually true or not, but that's what I got from it. It, it I just, probably is. I just took it that he smelled them having sex because he like sniffed the air and then started cooing. And I'm like, well, now that now that she mentions it, it I didn't notice that. I, I didn't yeah, put it together, I'm, but that's fucking. Hilarious. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was done on purpose. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I'm gonna join you both in how bad this movie is. Um, I've gone on record as saying I feel like all of the Howling sequels are bad. Like, I'm not even a fan of the original that much. Um, But that's at least a solid film with competent actors. (laughs) The rest of the franchise is just, holy hell, it's bad. Um, And this this is what kick-started them off. Uh, The only good I can find in this movie. I know, Maurice, you said you can't find any good. There's only one good thing I can find in this movie, and that's Christopher Lee. <laughs> and that's only because yeah, I, c- I couldn't I say that because even he was like, "No, nah, I'm done." <laughs> so even like, 
But you know what? We got some great Christopher Lee monologues, even though they were used at really weird times in the movie. Yeah, I have a comment about this, too. It was like he was giving random vampire speeches, but he wasn't yes. playing a vampire. Exactly. <laughs> he had these, like, long monologues yeah. all throughout the movie, and it's like... And the I, beginning I mean, one. Oh, yeah, he was just, like, straight up reading from Revelations. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Like, but, yeah, like... I, I do love Christopher Lee and you could tell that, I mean, he was fucking slumming it in this movie and he's been in some bad movies. Like, don't get me wrong. Christopher Lee is, he's a B actor. He's been in a lot of B films, but he's always a high point in those movies. This one was really reaching because there, other than him, there ain't anything I can say as really, even Sybil Danning's titties can't save this film because it was really bad. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I have one. What's that? The costumes. <laughs> Which I did ones? enjoy a lot of the costumes, like, like the, kind of the ones the werewolves were like wearing when they did like the rituals, and then Sybil Danning's one like towards the end and stuff. Tell me, she, she kind of looked like a robot. I was gonna say she looked like something out of heavy metal. Yeah, like she yeah, had that. It was cool. it, I mean, it definitely was, but like there was that scene where you could see her trying to sit down, and you could yeah. tell those boots were just like digging into her she was like she kind of just fell back in the seat every time she walked she walked like something was in her ass when she had that on yep i think it was the boots the boots were going up her ass yeah. oh my god but yeah i oh lord i i don't know why this film exists and i don't know how it gave birth to five other fucking sequels like or well, i'm sorry four other sequels and a remake <laughs> Speaking of giving birth, so it looked like that weird bat thing, like, kind of went into that guy's mouth, and then once he died, like, the priest, and then it, like, came out, but then a few scenes later, it was coming out of his mouth, and I was like, I thought it, like, kind of stuck in, and then left, because you saw, like, the tail sliding out, but then all of a sudden, now he's coming out of him. I questioned that as well. I was like, okay, are we just... Uh, the special effects artists being like, haha, fun with puppets? Yeah, or yeah. were they trying to say that that thing impregnated him? Because, like, it stuck something. It might not have been its yeah. tail down his throat. Oh, okay, because then... I was thinking that, too. I was like, or it just, like, impregnated him. It was like a face hugger. Yeah, that's kind of what I got, because it it, uh, it shoved something long down his throat. <laughs> and, and then he died, and at the end of the movie, we see the same-looking bat creature climb up out of his mouth. So it's yeah. like, did he did he just have a throat baby? Like, what the fuck happened there? Like, that's fucking disturbing. <laughs> I don't even think think they know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I know we're 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 jumping all over the place, but what the fuck was up with that ending? So the the movie, <laughs> like, okay, so our heroes, I use that term loosely. Our heroes escape back to Los Angeles, and it's Halloween night. And, you know, they're they're making out in their apartment and the doorbell rings they're like, oh, trick or treaters. And they go and there's like a werewolf boy who kind of looks like he's wearing a costume, but also kind of looks like he's not wearing a costume. Yeah. And they give him candy and he runs off. And then friggin uh, Jen's like, oh, he went into that apartment across the hall. Like it, they were watching him and they were yeah. like, he went into that apartment across the hall. And then the other dude was like. Well, hasn't it been abandoned? She was like, yeah, it's been abandoned for all this. Maybe someone moved in while we were gone. So they go over (laughs) to be neighborly, knock on the door, and some creepy, like, sweaty priest answers. 
and they're like, oh, your kid just came over to our house. And he's like, I have no child. I, I am a single bachelor. I'm like, what I the th- fuck? I think yeah. it was him. I think he was the kid. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> well, my thing is that kid definitely looked like a werewolf. And they had just dealt with slaughtering a bunch of werewolves. How the fuck did they not know it was a werewolf? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, well, it's Halloween. Maybe it's somebody with really, uh, really high tech mask on. Like it was the best um, werewolf that we'd seen the whole movie. Yeah, that was wasn't that, that wasn't a cut scene from the original movie. Because you yes. notice they they kept using footage from the first movie of the transformation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! So this movie kicks off. Uh, with uh, the well, first we get Christopher Lee reading from the Bible, like like we said, and then immediately smash cuts to a funeral in Los Angeles, where now I didn't put the pieces together right away. Like they just they kept talking about a murdered woman, and I'm sitting here like, all right, so it's you know, werewolf attacks, whatever they're talking about, various canine attacks and possibly coyote attacks and all that. Then I realize it's supposed to be Karen White from the first movie who sacrifices herself at the end of the film to expose that werewolves exist. And it's like, wait, first of all, that's a completely different woman. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> like, I, I'm sure D. Wallace was like, oh, hell no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a completely different woman. And I'm like, okay, the longer they explain, this scene makes less and less sense. Because Christopher Lee goes on this whole rant. He, got, he just runs up to Ben and starts telling him whatnot about his sister still being alive. And Ben writes him off as a crazy person. Which also, I love how Jen just immediately believes everything he says. She's like, I think he's telling the truth. Why? Why do you think he's telling the truth? He's some crazy old man that showed up at your sister's funeral. Like, but there's there's the whole sequence where he explains that his sister was shot with silver bullets, but then they were removed during the autopsy, which means she's still alive. So she doesn't she doesn't move at all when she's in the coffin. Like she's not away. Like so, this whole time she got the autopsy done. She got stitched back up, embalmed, you know, put in the coffin, just perfectly sleeping. And then she wakes up after they put her in the mausoleum and pounds on the coffin door. Only for later, when they come back, she's asleep again in the coffin. Yep. You know, and then, right. And then dude, his, her own brother ends up having to shoot her when she turns into a werewolf. And then she lays back down in the coffin and they seal her up for freshness. It looked like a Tupperware lid they put on top, you know, and then they... <laughs> Like, she's dead again. I'm like, what happened? It's so weird. Like, ah, God, it, it's such an awful opening. Uh, and one thing I did really like is the two werewolves that were watching the funeral. There was that was a, like Errol and Mariana or whatever. They're watching the funeral. And when they see Christopher Lee's character, the one guy scratches at the dirt with his feet like a dog trying to cover its poo. And I was like, what? Like, why did he do that? Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know if that's some kind of scent or sign he was trying to send. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> it was maybe he's so just wet. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, he was like, oh, shit, I just finished dropping a deuce. I'm going to cover that up. <laughs> just went down his pant leg. He's like, oh, got to get rid of that. Just kind of kicked it out. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we get uh, Christopher Lee gives Ben his card and he's like, call me if you have any questions. I'm like, I got a lot of fucking questions. Um, <laughs> but him and Jen take off. And then we cut to fucking Christopher Lee 
at the fucking nightclub in the members only jacket and the shades and I lost it. <laughs> oh man, he looks so great. <laughs> it was so good. That that scene was fucking hilarious. But there's this whole, you know, party sequence where they're it's like they're at some kind of 80s 80s movie nightclub where you see every type from like punks to like kids and all that stuff. Um, yeah, there was a lot of different people. That's that's always like that in every '80s club, like club scene. Like, remember the Fright Night Club or like Terminator? <laughs> There's always <laughs> like the preppy looking dudes, the punks, the new wave guys. Like, they're all over the place. It's the but only it's, club in town, right? Everyone just goes there. <laughs> <laughs> but so we get those three assholes that try to pick up on Mariana, and they're like, you know, they're hitting on her. And she's like, I don't talk to assholes. And then the one guy goes, do you fuck them? And she's like, I thought you'd never ask. I'm like, what? (laughs) That's called lazy writing. (laughs) They're all like, let's just follow her. Well, yeah, she she leads them on and she gets in her car. They all hop on their little dirt bikes and follow her. Now, okay, it was nighttime when they were at the club. They arrive at some kind of warehouse and it's broad daylight. I'm like, what happened? Were they driving all night? <laughs> What's going or the on? The club just closed at like 4 a.m. And then they <laughs> drove there. And it's like, so the sun's coming up at like 5, 530. Right. It, it, it's again, it's that questionable timeline that we're always discussing in these movies. <laughs> the sun never makes sense. <laughs> it uh, never does. It, it was it was day, the night, then back to day. Mm-hmm. It, it, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. It was kind of like in House of Wax last week where, uh, you know, it's it was daytime and then the dude goes to take a piss and suddenly it's nighttime. Yeah. yeah. Except this happened throughout the whole damn movie. Yeah, that's true. It did jump around a lot. But uh, so they're, they're in that fucking warehouse and I love it. She just starts howling. The punks come in and they're all excited. So they start howling. And then the one punk with his girlfriend is like, uh, you, you guys get started over there. We're, we're going to get started without you. And they just go and start humping behind a crate. <laughs> We're gonna play hide and seek. <laughs> but then the one dude gets hit in the fucking face with a bottle. I did laugh my ass off at that. Because the other guy starts laughing at him and he gets hit in the head with a pipe. <laughs> and, and then of course they're mad, you know, they get all pissed off. Hey, who did that? <laughs> but there's there's two things I want to comment on here. Number one, why is like every 80s badass? You know, when they have the, the collection of badasses in an 80s movie, one of them always has a chain as a weapon. You ever notice that? The, that was the weapon of the 80s. Apparently. You don't they have a s- random chain in your car? <laughs> nope. Oh, man. Not living. <laughs> you, you need to have that that uh, that extra weapon, I guess. <laughs> well, like Travis always has chains in his car. And then sometimes I do, too, because we'll need it for, like, moving, like, equipment and stuff see that makes sense but i mean like in every 80s movie there's always a (laughs) punk with a chain like even in the terminator like when he when he first shows up and you got bill paxton and his friends um the one dude muscle cheeks has a fucking chain wrapped around his fist oh it started with the chain wallets there you go (laughs) yep so remember sometimes with the chain wallets they just go thicker and thicker Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Even even Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Part Three. I, I always forget his name, but the uh, the one black biker who gets killed at the very end of the movie, he has the chain that he wraps around his hand and punches out the window. 
So it's like that was just a thing in the 80s. But um, but yeah, so during the sequence, we get a- another thing that drives me crazy in, in cheesy horror movies where we can it looks like people are on two completely different sets. So we have Mariana howling and then we see her slightly turning like she turns kind of not fully and starts drooling blood. But she's standing in like a shadowy room. And then we see the punks getting attacked by like random unforeseen monsters. And we see like little clips of like werewolf ear and a werewolf mouth. But we don't ever see the attack. And then the whole time it keeps cutting back to Mariana just like growling and drooling blood. It reminded me of uh, Spookies, how that's, you know, two movies jammed together. How there's the sequence with the wizard and the werecat. And then there's the sequence with the idiots in the house. (laughs) It's like just cutting back and forth. It was so bad. Like, I couldn't stop laughing at that. But it seemed too that, like, some of the females would, like, kind of just sense when other people were killing, you know? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the the werewolf shit makes no sense in this movie. But and where were all the dudes? Like there really wasn't that many guys in that like in the group. At least like in the scenes where they were doing the rituals and everything. But then mm-hmm. in the scenes in the woods, it was like a lot of dudes and some old ladies. Yep. <laughs> and then there was there was also uh, when they have the weird little werewolf uh, orgy. You got all of the dudes like in powdered wigs like sitting there watching and giggling (laughs) oh yeah i forgot about those guys (laughs) it was like uh what (laughs) hey they pay members fees for that that's true they're there to watch them orgies damn it um (laughs) what orgy seriously this is like the worst orgy i've ever seen like (laughs) everyone's just petting each other like it's like it was a little cat cafe I mean, to be fair, they are wolves, so maybe pet petting is foreplay to them. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but so, like, okay, I, I gotta ask you guys about this scene, because I was rolling my eyes so fucking hard. So, Ben and Jen eventually go see Stefan, Christopher Lee's character, and he shows them the videotape from the end of part one, only it's not from the end of part one they refilmed it and it's really bad yeah i was like what (laughs) i love how ben is like it's a fake and jen's like no i believe it it's real i recognize people (laughs) it's like really do you (laughs) do you really who do you recognize (laughs) so then he he gives the whole dissertation about the silver bullets and yada 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 we already talked about that how karen's not really dead and then he talks about uh, the wolf lady from the last scene, Mar- Mariana, how she's some kind of super wolf that can only be killed by titanium. I'm like, wait, what? I've never heard this in all the werewolf lore I've heard. I've never heard titanium trump silver. <laughs> That's a bit now, weird. they stick with that for the other howlings? Quite honestly, I haven't seen those for about as long as <laughs> I hadn't seen this one. So yeah, uh, I don't really remember. The, the only thing that I sticks with me the only thing that sticks with me out of the other howling movies is one of them takes place in Australia and there's like where marsupials um, <laughs> and there's a lady marsupial werewolf that has like a baby puppet werewolf in a pouch. That's the only oh. part that sticks in my brain. Like I remember that. Um, 
everything else is a blur of just random scenes. <laughs> so okay, yeah. okay. So this universe basically werewolves just rape other random animals. Pretty and much. And then we have these weird crossovers. Mm-hmm. It's it's <laughs> just I think what they were trying to do, they talk about it very briefly in the first movie, where uh they talk about lycanthropes being basically just being shapeshifters and how there's a bunch of shapeshifters, like there's a bunch of different types of shapeshifters. They talk very, very briefly in the occult store about that. Um, uh, Dick Miller's character. And um, that's kind of the only thing I can glean that they were trying to do is basically be like, well, you know, they're not all werewolves. There's other creatures out there that they can be shapeshifters to. And it's like, all right, whatever. But it's not explained or done well (laughs) at at all. But like, so he he basically gives them all the whole dissertation about how he's got to use titanium. They got to kill... They got to put Karen's body to rest because she's she's awake in her coffin. Um, and then he goes on this whole this whole rant about how werewolves are secretly living amongst us and they're being led by a woman named Stirba. And the, the next full moon will be the the 10th millennium of her birth. And when that full moon happens, all of the werewolves will re- reveal themselves, all of them. So they got to kill Sterba by the next full moon. You know, so now we got the ticking clock. Um, so Ben has had enough. He takes off. Christopher Lee gives Jen the bullets. He's like, use these bullets. And she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> I love how she's just like, no questions at all. So, Is that the girl from uh, Scrooge? Uh, no, she's, uh, do you remember in Beetlejuice, there was the... Um, the uh, real estate agent who was trying to sell yeah. their house. that That's the yeah. same one. Okay, because I kept on thinking of her as being, like, saying lumpy, you know, when she was talking to, uh, I can't think of his name right now. I don't think she, I didn't see that on her credits list. I didn't hmm. see Scrooge there. Um, she might I mean, have just but, similar. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I love this, how we cut from that scene to Ben and Jen discussing what they just talked to Stefan about. And she's like, well, you know, I believe him. <laughs> she's just so calm about it. And he's <laughs> like, he's going to stake my sister. Not my sister. I'm going to kill him. And he like takes a fucking gun and goes to the graveyard. It's like, wait, what? So this we, guy, he is all over the place. Oh, he he's the worst part about them. This is a bad movie, but he's the worst part, in my opinion. I can't stand Ben's character. He's so fucking terrible. And th- and then when all the shit goes down, he's like, "Yeah, I'm joining you. I'm on, I'm with your cause." It's like, "What? <laughs> you wanted to Wait. kill the guy three seconds ago?" <laughs> exactly. Because yeah, they they go to the the fucking graveyard. They stop him from staking his sister. She wakes up. He, ben puts a bullet in her. They get attacked by other werewolves. They fight them off, and then they like grab a like a conveniently placed volleyball net and just kind of throw it on the one werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> like that'll stop him like wait what it did <laughs> but i love how like he's laying there with the net covering him and ben is still trying to like make it look like it's fully covering him like he's fucking with it <laughs> <laughs> so they they this, inter- oh good the stupid love story between like ben and that girl it's like what like what they love just keep story? On they getting... were nothing and then no all of a it was like a couple 
Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like they're creepy and romantic about it. It's like they they just want to like cuddle every chance they get. Right, and then she's like, she's in the bathtub and he's just walking. Boo! What? <laughs> what in the hell is going on in this damn movie? That scene Seriously. was terrible. The the attempted bathtub jump scare. Oh my god! But yeah, no, you're right. He they start off as. So apparently Jen worked with Karen uh, and Karen's funeral is, you know, where the movie starts off and Ben is, is Karen's brother. So like Jen is there because she's, she knows the family. Like, it's not like they're close at the start of the movie. Yeah. Then they start hanging out and talking about werewolves. And the next thing you know, they just want to fuck. And then they're yeah. like, Oh, let's cuddle each other. Like what the fuck happened? And then they're like, they move in together. Like what? Yeah. Why did this escalate so fast? <laughs> I want you to hold me. Yeah. Oh my! That scene, dude. I when she said "hold me close," I lost it. Like I started cackling because <laughs> it was so badly delivered. <laughs> and he was just like, "Okay," <laughs> like pulled her in. Oh, it's like man, halfway but... through the movie, they're like, "All right, pretend you guys really like each other." Go. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> Like so, after they they get this werewolf in the volleyball net, they're interrogating him, and he's like, "I'll never tell." And then Christopher Lee's like, "Well, then I will never put you to rest." And he's like, "Oh shit! Please, please kill me!" And it's like, <laughs> "Wait, you just went from being like loyal to Stirba, wanting to be a werewolf, to oh shit, put me out of my misery." What? What? <laughs> like, yeah. So he tells him, "Fucking Wolfman Jack, whatever his name is." He they he tells him that uh, you know Stirba's in the dark country. And I love this because <clears throat> they kill him. And Ben goes, so what do we got to do? And he goes, well, we have to go to the dark country. <laughs> it's like, he just told you where they're going. But then he, he explains it's Transylvania. So Ben's like, I'm in. And Jen's like, me too. <laughs> and next thing you know, they're in Transylvania. <laughs> they had to use those air miles. Yeah. And I love how Mariana just happens to arrive in Transylvania on the same exact fucking day. And, you know, her and uh, Vlad go off to meet Stirba. And we get that scene where there's the covered truck full of werewolves just driving along the countryside. And the one werewolf is like, oh, they're going to be hungry soon. And they see two German hitchhikers and they just pick them up. And the one guy goes, mm, schnitzel, and they just eat the, the fucking Germans. Like, okay, that's so fucking random. <laughs> then we get the uh, werewolf cult scene you were talking about, Sam, where they're doing the rituals. Yeah. And, what? okay, so we got this little old lady wearing fur. We got what I assume to be like a young maiden, virgin, whatever, strapped down to this table. She looks dead when we first see her. And we see a bunch of other bloody women hanging in the background. They then pour blood all over this lady. And the old woman walks up and just starts like hovering over her face. And then magical green light sucks up from the, the young woman to the old lady. And she becomes Sybil Danning. Okay. So my question about this. So there's the one girl on the table that she uses. There's all these other women around. There's still old ladies there. Aren't you going to let somebody else suck some life? Right. Like, yeah, she like does it. And then she's like, looks at the other two old ladies. She's like, all right, come on, let's go. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> and the other old like, lady's what? like, she's like, oh, I'll never be young again. 
Yeah. Yeah. She just accepts it. She's like, all right. Yeah. Let's walk away now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those girls are still there later. Cause then they show their room again later and the yep. bloody girls are still hanging there. It's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and they're still alive too. Like they, they were moving. Yeah. yeah. So, but during that se- sequence, we get a lot of dem titties. Like there's just a bunch of women standing around, you know, it, it looked like something out of eyes wide shut. There's just yeah. like, you know, black leggings and, and masks and just tits out everywhere. Nobody's <laughs> nipples were safe. There was just nipples popping out everywhere. <laughs> it's true, because even in the werewolf transformations, we were getting little <laughs> nipples popping out. Yeah. And then when the one girl um goes, they like bring her into the other room. Why can't I remember any Wednesday? <laughs> and her <laughs> nipples are just hanging out. She has got this nice dress on and her oh, one yeah. nipples just hanging out. Yeah. Mary. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, Mariana. Yeah. She goes, yep. yep. It, uh, Vlad and Stirba go off in the one room and they start making out. And then she's like, you know, bring in bring in our new daughter. And, and they bring in Mariana. And yeah, her one titty is just out. Yeah. It's just like, hello, here I am. And She's got then, this nice dress on, and it's just, you know, nipple popping out. Yeah, and then Sybil Danning just kind of rubs on her, looks at Vlad, and she's like, does she please you? And he's like, oh, yes, very much. And then she's like, have her. And then they go and start petting each other on the bed <laughs> while she slowly takes a titty out, then rips her dress off and washes. Yeah. It's like, so no, what is happening? So no, so no what she talk about that they're having sex with their daughter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it's not really their daughter, but right. But they referred to her as so it's like that's yeah. fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah. But what were you gonna say, Sam? And they weren't even like heavy sex. They were just petting each other, and oh, then yeah. she's making weird noises at them again with the noises. They were like cooing at one. They weren't even growling. They were like <laughs> they sounded like birds. <laughs> well, he's an owl, so that makes sense for him. But that's true. <laughs> But I also love when we see, uh, so we cut away from that scene and we see Ben and Jen driving down an old country road in Transylvania with Christopher Lee in the backseat. And I love how his character just closes his eyes like to take an old man nap in the back of the car. But you know, it was really Christopher Lee going, what the fuck? What did I do? Why am I in this movie? Like he just leans back looking all sad. But then they run across like there's the whole fucking town on the road and there's an old lady in the middle of the road and they get out to go help her and then all the old people start giggling and run away and the old lady turns into a werewolf and Christopher Lee stabs her and he's like there will be more and then he just starts walking into town <laughs> like I look was... to how they're like where did they go and he's like they're still here or, <laughs> they're... or not I don't know <laughs> he's like they're around <laughs> They're not here, but they're around. (laughs) Exactly. But I love how he doesn't get back in the car. He's like, I've had enough of riding with you two assholes. He starts walking into town. They get back in the car to drive. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. It's And, okay, this is another complaint. And I I mentioned this on the fucking Swamp Thing episode, like, like, a year or two ago. What was up with the screen wipes? I know it was a thing in the 80s. I mean, hell, even Star Wars had it in their movies. But, like, why did every scene transition at about the halfway point in the movie, anytime we transition to a new scene, it would, like, there was, like, a spiral screen wipe or a diamond screen wipe or a star screen wipe. I'm like, what's happening? 
<laughs> like they had to add something. Somebody clearly discovered screen wipes in the editing room, and they're like, "We got to use them." It was so terrible. But yeah, then we get to the uh, hotel with Ben and Jen. As we discussed, the hold me, okay. Now they're fucking. Um, <laughs> coo coo. When they first get to the hotel, what is up with all the fucking giddy goons in that lobby? They walk in and they <laughs> they talk to the hotel clerk, and there's just like the two old men in the background going hee 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 like it was like two weird Transylvanian Statler and Waldorf's from the Muppets, you know. And then we had werewolf Andy Samberg. Tell me that guy didn't look like Andy Samberg. The bell hop. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was like he comes over and he's all excited to show them to their room, number six six six. And I love it because Ben goes, This doesn't look like it's got six floors. And he goes, Yes, looks can be deceiving. <laughs> it's like I, I, I think there it. was cameras in that hotel everywhere. Mm. And those it, were just creepers. That's why they were so excited. They're like, oh, they yes. got a hump. <laughs> yep. They're like, we are going to sell this video. <laughs> oh, that's, I after like, I have a showing after they have to have a town showing first. See, now that's the movie I think I would have rather watched is these creepy <laughs> people videotaping other people and trying to sell it on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> but so they're, they're having the festival of the full moon outside. And that's why the, the streets are filled with villagers. Also, when they first get to the room, uh, Jen pulls this giant string of garlic out of her bag. That now, is a fucking stink. Right? But garlic is not for werewolves. Garlic is for vampires. I understand you know this. At, the, oh, at this point, I, I didn't even put that together. I think I was <laughs> so over it by then. <laughs> Maurice is like, fuck it. What's the next movie? <laughs> I didn't now, even notice that either. It's yeah, she well because she pulls it out. She's like, it's to ward off evil spirits, and Ben's like, okay, like just no <laughs> care. But <laughs> okay, again, I'm cracking up because I'm like, that's for vampires, and I and I get it after reading the trivia. Like, oh, this was originally written as a vampire film. That makes sense. But you'd think that they would have cut that scene because <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It just it made no sense to me. So, so that was bad editing when they were going through the script and trying to change it from a vampire movie to a werewolf movie. They were like, oop, forgot that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> why why even have that in there? But so, yeah, that, so then we get the whole, like, oh, Ben, hold me for plot reasons. And they start fucking werewolf smell them. And then we, we see them outside later, all cuddly, like you said, like now they're cuddling constantly. And they just see a mysterious dwarf and decide to follow him. <laughs> like well he was waving them on yeah but <laughs> i'm sorry i'm here if, if i'm in a foreign land and, I, uh, and a, a mysterious little person starts waving me over i'm not going oh i don't I'm know going. i've seen I'm way going. too many horror movies <laughs> <laughs> see i'd think he'd be selling me to like hostel or something oh i don't even <laughs> like, care. like nope 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 <laughs> i know how this movie ends you <laughs> creepy little bastard <laughs> But so they they follow him to the secret society of monster hunters led by Christopher Lee in the church. And I love how they're like, okay, we have to wait and until Sturba reveals herself, and Ben is just like, nah, fuck that, I'm gonna go out and do it on my own, and they're just like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, so they have this whole master plan that they have to kill Sturba before the next full moon. 
The next full moon is fast approaching. Ben being a reckless asshole is like, nope, I'm not going to wait for you guys. And they just don't care. They're like, sure, yeah, you go ahead. You go do what you're going to do. Like, he could mess it up for all of them. And they're like, that's fine. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so they cut away. Or, I'm sorry. For, before they leave, um, Christopher Lee gives them both those little religious medallions. And he's like, you have to wear these holy medallions. They're like, okay. <laughs> they put them on and go away. And then we get the random bathtub boo scene that you were talking about, Maurice, where we just cut to Jen in a bathtub and she's sitting there washing herself and Ben walks in and goes, boo. And then they cut away. That was it. (laughs) I was like, what? Why did that happen? Oh, they're beautiful, budding love. (laughs) Boo. Oh, Lord. I, I, you know, I kind of want to do that now next time Jess is in the bathtub, but she'll just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Because there's no way I'm going to get her to watch this movie. I, I really think this may be the may have been the part where I checked out. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit, because <laughs> quite honestly, man, if we weren't watching it for the show, I would have already turned it off again. <laughs> But so we get this whole sequence where Ben goes off with the mysterious dwarf to go try to find Stirba. While that's happening, Werewolf Andy Samberg is like, hey, Ben told uh, told me to tell you to follow me to the gypsy camp. And Jen's like, OK. And she goes and follows him. She like, does so, anything anyone says. Right. She totally she just believes whatever people are telling yep. her. And it's like, this ain't safe, lady. You know, <laughs> but. The, the wolves know, we find out that the wolves know that Stefan is in town, but they're just like, meh, we just, we got to kind of watch ourselves, make sure that we're okay. Like, I, I love it because Vlad is like, you know, you know, Stefan's, he's here. And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll still going to do our wolf thing. You know, like, they just don't care. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. So we get, uh, you know, we get Ben and, and freaking, uh, I forget his name, the dwarf, the little guy. They isn't, go off. Isn't it like Vidalia or Visalia or something? Vasile. That's what it was. Vasile. Ah, <laughs> as, as, as soon as you said the V name, I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Because I remember thinking when I first looked at it in the credits, I thought it said Vaseline. And I had to do, do a double take. <laughs> I went, no, Vasile. Okay. <laughs> I was Because I was reading too fast and I went, did that say Vaseline? <laughs> but... So they, they go to fucking Stirba's castle and he gives Ben magic holy earplugs <laughs> to protect his ears. And he puts them in his ears. And again, Ben doesn't question it. He's like, okay, shoves them in his ears. <laughs> and they see the fucking, we see Vlad and Mariana. Now, Vlad clearly smells them. You know, he sniffs at the air. He mumbles something to the guard. And then they go inside, like, whatever. Then the guard is standing there, and Ben's like, we got to take care of the guard. And Vasile's like, leave it to me! And he just fucking <laughs> hucks a dagger at him. And I love how the guard reacts before the impact. Like, he grunts as the knife sticks in. <laughs> like, he's like, Arr! It's like, wait, the knife didn't he even knew was coming. yet. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have time to do another cut. They just had to go through with it. Clearly. And then Freaking Vasile goes running up with a mace and he's like, Waha! And just hits the guy in the head with a mace. It's like, wow, all right. They just fucking killed that guy. <laughs> so they go and they start peeking in the windows. 
Now we see uh, Stirba there doing her spooky magic bullshit. And Vlad and Mariana there, once again, they're all doing their weird petting each other crap. And they notice, you know, Vasile and Ben. So she orders the werewolves to go after them. They go running off into the woods. For some reason, Vasile loses his earplugs. They just kind of fall out <laughs> as Stirba's chanting. And he starts screaming bloody murder. And he's like, God without me, tell Stefan they're here. Like, we already know they're there. Why Why does he need to tell them they're there? <laughs> so they, you know, Ben takes off. He's like, bye, little guy. And fucking Vasile's running through the woods screaming. And eventually, uh, Stirba shows up in front of him, keeps chanting. We get the red laser light magic shit that comes out of her fingertips and pops his eyeballs. Like, wh- why? <laughs> why did any of this happen? Why I, don't uh... I don't understand any of it. <laughs> it's so bad. So Usually I'll, I'll say movies got a movie, but <laughs> nothing, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> nothing about I, this movie makes sense. It's movie so confusing. Lost. Yeah, movie definitely got lost in this one. It's like, what? Lost. Like, what were we doing? Werewolves? Ah, fuck it. Put vampires in magic. You know? It's like, I don't get it. But, so while this is all happening, freaking, again, we saw, we saw this earlier, when and Werewolf Andy Samberg and Jen leave town, it's daylight. Now they're walking through the countryside at night, and she's like, where's Ben? He's like, he starts going off about how it's a lover's moon and this, that, and the other, and then he decides, I'm a raper. Like, Wait, what? Like, what the fuck just happened? So he gets all yeah, grabby he with real her. creepy, like really creepy, really fast. Yeah. And then he, so he's groping on her, and then Stirba shows up and like stops him and tells the other werewolves to you know to teach him a lesson, and then you know they steal Jen. So they they bring Jen back to the castle, and Vlad wipes her down with blood and hangs her up with the other bloody girls. <laughs> See, this was even like more confusing. Like he was even being creepy, and he wasn't even supposed to be, right? You know, (laughs) I I don't get it. So yeah, basically he's like he wipes blood on her, and it's like, well, we'll we'll turn you later. Like you'll have fun later. Like okay. (laughs) And then we see uh, Ben Lee and the other monster hunter, uh, Ben Christopher Lee and the other monster hunters, uh, gearing up with their titanium weapons, a rifle, some holy water, and some holy oil. And they head off to the castle where a werewolf orgy is happening. <laughs> and okay, why was the band from the nightclub there? You know, like, like but but why? For the theme <laughs> like, song. And and were they actually supposed to be there? Because no. they kept they kept cutting back and forth to the reused footage of them on stage, but they were making it look like they were there. Because when Stirba stops the orgy, the music stops as well. Like, I don't know. I, I couldn't put it together. Maybe so. the nightclub is really on the other side of the house that they were in. But that was in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like, <laughs> did, they, did they fly the band out, too? Because we had the, the fucking old men in the powdered wigs watching the werewolf orgy and listening to this really bad howling oh, song. I get it. It's like the Super Bowl. They're the halftime show. 
Ah. So they flew him out to be the <laughs> halftime show. Halftime ah. the werewolf orgy. That that's a good band name. Halftime the show. The werewolf orgy halftime show. <laughs> there was oh. a band from Buffalo back in the day called Robot Has Werewolf Hands. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So the Steerba calls an end to the werewolf orgy when she's informed that, you know, Lee and the gang have arrived at their castle. So the wolves run off to fight them and they all look like Planet of the Apes monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it how like one by one, all the monster hunters get taken out in the woods. And so, of course, they decide the the, the logical thing is to split up. Like, you just lost half your people, and they're like, we need to split up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you need to split up? I also love how Ben is, like, super excited during this fight scene. Like, he's just blasting werewolves left and right, and he's like, take that, fuzzballs! <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. I still think it was funny when we were introduced to, like, the group that's going to be helping them, like... Oh, they've all lost somebody they love, and it's like a priest and three old guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, his daughter was killed, his wife was killed, his son yeah. was killed. It's like, okay. <laughs> so they, they break, they they split up. Fucking priesty boy makes his way into the into Stirba's inner sanctum somehow. Like, how did he get in the castle unnoticed? And she's like, God. Whisp- <laughs> right? <laughs> she's whispering to her weird vampire bat uh staff and he sneaks in behind her and she's just like haha and throws a puppety vampire bat at him which face fucks him with its tail until he dies from it mm-hmm. which was really quick like yeah he died way too quick like it must have gone up to his brain or something yeah i mean now, to be fair, we have seen another movie where a mon- well, we haven't seen it on the show, but we have seen another movie where a monster face fucks somebody. Uh, Feast, if you guys remember that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like he dies. I will say this: like it's bad special effects, but it's the type of puppety special effects that I fucking love. I it's so bad, but I love it. It's it's that full moon kind of like. We know this is oh, bad I... puppetry, but I love it. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. So, like, that weird little, it looked, it reminded me of a ghoulie. The weird vampire bat. Yeah. Yep. It, it looked like the rat ghoulie, but with wings. Like, I, I, I kind of loved it. Um, But he, you know, he's dead now. So, then fucking, you know, uh, Stirba tells Vlad and Mariana to go get Jen. And as they're on their way down there, for whatever reason, Vlad can't control his transformation and is just like growling and like ripping at his clothes. And, you know, Mariana's yelling at him to hold it, you know, that they have to get, they have to do what Stirba says. And they, they go into the room to get uh, Jen. And then Ben shows up and just kills them both. Like they get wiped out so fast. Like he walks in, he shoots Vlad in the head and he's like, I'm gone. And then he <laughs> stabs Mariana in the chest and she's like, Bleh. I just so the two big bads are instantly killed. Yeah, <laughs> like, we got no like good long fight scene or anything. Right. It's like okay, like that was so quick. It was the most anticlimactic kill. But <laughs> so then Ben sets Jen free and carries her out of the dungeon. I love it because he picks her up, 
and starts running with her over his shoulder. But the very next scene, she's walking just fine on her own. So <laughs> it's like, did you really she have She didn't to move fast enough. Yeah, you had to true. grab her that first time and be like, all right, we, we got to go. We got to get the fuck out. <laughs> so they're running off. And then meanwhile, Christopher Lee goes off to face Stirba. They have their laser light magic battle. <laughs> And oh yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry, we forgot to mention something very important. That no, steer, but <laughs> there's something. There's nothing important in this movie. Well, Stirba is actually Stefan's sister. Dun dun dun. Oh, we didn't see that coming. Well, see, here's why that part's important. Because when they're having their weird little laser light magic battle, and Stirba comes in close to him, she tries to get frisky with her brother. Like she's like coming on to him and like rubbing yeah, she on says him. Some, yeah, but she says something. We gotta be spend forever in matrimony or something. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, that, well, then he stabs her in the belly, and she's like, "In blood and flame, we shall be wedded for eternity." And they just start to burn alive, and then we see the weird wax like face of Christopher Lee melting. <laughs> well, like... when he first walked in, too, she she was saying something about how he can't avoid her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you can't avoid me, brother. You know, that whole thing. And but the the ending makes absolutely no sense there. Because, again, he just like stabs her. They hug and they they get set on fire by magic. And then they're just gone. Like, oh, I I guess they won. (laughs) Because their love was impure. So it just burned them up. Oh, I think I think we're reaching here. But now this this may be my favorite scene in the entire movie. We see Ben and Jen. Now Jen's still covered in blood, running through the streets of the festival. Ben runs up to the band on the stage, puts a gun to the guy's nose. He doesn't ask any questions. He just sticks a gun in his face and is like, "What's the fastest road to the airport?" And the guy just points over his shoulder at the only road in the fucking town. Yeah. And so they just keep running up the same road they were already on. I had to pause the movie because I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, that was that was like the stupidest thing ever. I fucking loved Seriously. it. So and then, yeah, then we get the whole Halloween ending that we were talking about at the start where they fly back home, the trick or treater and then the creepy priest. And then it's like smash cut to the band from earlier, along with a montage of werewolf tits and the, as the credits roll. Yeah, I love how Ben's like, yeah, we're not coming over anytime soon, like, to the neighbor. And, like, they even cut that, like, the very end of that sentence, like, it's cut off for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he'd even get to finish his his ending line. Oh, my God. Like, this, we have covered bad movies on this show before. And I have a reputation of trying to find the good in just about any bad movie. You sure do. I can't, man. I can't. I dare I can't. you. I dare you to find something good about this. Costumes. Other than the ghoulie looking bat, Christopher <laughs> Lee, and the amount of times I laughed at how bad it was. I There's nothing redeemable here. Like, I can't, in good conscience, recommend this to anybody. Even if you so like my, bad movies. Your opinion. Would you say that this was an unnecessary sequel? Hmm very unnecessary <laughs> this is an unnecessary movie the, the, it's an unnecessary franchise 
Because I even will go so far as to say I don't think the Howling One is that great. Like it's, I get it. It's got some awesome special effects, even though yeah. <laughs> that transformation is really bad. Um, <laughs> it does have some cool special effects, and it has some really cool, like creepy moments. Uh, like the moment where, um, oh God, uh, I'm trying to, I can't remember the character that got chased through the cabin, but there's that scene where like out in the woods in the first movie where the, the main, one of the main characters is getting chased through that cabin and like the werewolf is breaking out of that room. Like it's very intense. Like there's a lot of those like really tense moments, maybe not scary, but it's, it's well done. Um, it's still not a movie that I really hold up very high but I can understand why people like the first movie. The rest of this franchise, I, I, I don't understand. And it, like, normally when we watch like a sequel to a movie, I'm like, Oh, you know, let me go revisit the others. This is not one of those times. <laughs> I am not <laughs> going to rewatch any of the other movies. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to say the only way I'm going to rewatch any of the other movies is if they somehow find their way on this show or if I'm watching it with a group of friends, that's it. I will not see yeah. it the other way. <laughs> Cause I just, I don't like this franchise. It's not good, but uh, I do how, like how this. many, how many more are there? Uh, there I is, think a, there's five, isn't there? There's a total of five howling movies and a remake. So there's six altogether in the franchise. Oh, they did a Ooh. remake. Is it a remake of the original? Uh, not really. It's kind of a, oh, okay. just a re It's, it's called the howling reborn. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shit. <laughs> it, it fits. <laughs> well, is it better than this? Ah, uh, yeah, but that's <laughs> not a high bar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one bit of trivia that I, I couldn't stop laughing at. I did actually mention this on the Gremlins 2 trivia. Uh, but when Christopher Lee was in Gremlins 2, the first thing he did was apologize to Joe Joe Dante for being in the sequel to The Howling. <laughs> <laughs> because he was like, shit, Joe Dante made the first one. I'm in one of his movies, and that second one was bad. <laughs> uh, but well, apparently... I, I think you should apologize to me for making me watch this. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, to be fair, I think you got to pick that bone with Susie, because I gave both of you guys the option. I said, what do you guys want to cover? <laughs> and she was like, oh, let's do the Howling 2. And I'm like, you want to do the Howling 2? And you were like, whatever. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay, give it this. The full title is fantastic. <laughs> that that your, your sister is a werewolf? Howling 2, your sister is a werewolf. <laughs> like, at least that is is fun to say. Like, are they, are they, are they, is it like picking on someone? Well, like, ha ha, your sister's a werewolf. And that's the funny thing, because it was like, it was like a double, like, I get what they were trying to do, but it was like, so Ben is the brother of Karen, who became a werewolf in the first movie, and they spend the first half of the movie trying to convince him that his sister is a werewolf. But then Christopher Lee's character, his sister is Stirba, who's a werewolf. And it's like, oh, okay, it's the two sides. I get it. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Everybody's sister's a werewolf. <laughs> your your sister's a werewolf and your sister's a your werewolf, sister's a werewolf. <laughs> but the funny thing is other titles now i don't know what the original title was supposed to be but apparently it was going to have the word bitch in it uh but the mpa would not allow that 
So they had to they had to rename it for you know for the U.S. release. Other names that were considered were Sturba, She Wolf, Bark at the Moon, It's Not Over Yet, and then finally Your Sister is a Werewolf somehow won that out. <laughs> it's like they knew they were like, oh man, we got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was so awful. But like now, this came out during the '80s werewolf boom. But I was looking at the other movies from the '80s uh, that that came out around the same time, and it's like there are much better werewolf movies. So like Wolfen came out in '81 along with The Howling and American Werewolf in London. Then we had Silver Bullet in '85 along with Teen Wolf, um, which you know was when this movie came out. Then there was uh, the Company of Wolves, which eh, that's so-so. Uh, Full Moon High, which is fun. Teen Wolf Two, which I fucking hate. Um, and then the Howling Three. So in the eighties, there was a fuck ton of werewolf movies happening, but some of them were really good. Like I feel like Silver Bullet is one of the better ones. We covered American yeah. Werewolf in London. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Um, Wolfen is it's cheesy, but I I do enjoy the story in Wolfen. Um, and, and come on, we all, who doesn't love Teen Wolf? <laughs> like, Teen Wolf's awesome. But there's there's a ton of trivia on IMDb for this. Um, a lot of it repeats itself. But we, we did talk about a lot of it already, like how Sybil Danning didn't want to go topless, but they then fucked her over with the end credits roll. Um, and then how this was originally supposed to be a vampire movie, but then they changed the script. So the, the, if you guys are really wanting some Howling 2 trivia, go to IMDb. There's about, you know, 48 entries for that. <laughs> so I'll be honest. I don't care enough to read them all because this movie is just hot garbage. <laughs> like, oh, I just, I don't know, man. So I, I know Maurice feels the same way I do. <laughs> Sam, is this something you'll ever watch again? Probably not. <laughs> not not voluntarily. <laughs> I I think if you put a gun to my head and said you're gonna shoot me or watch Howling Two, I I'll, I'll die. I'll be dead. <laughs> Maurice is like, fuck Tra- it, I'll take the bullet. Travis was watching it with me. And he just kept on saying, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. That was that was my my reaction when I was watching it. Like there was very little that I remembered. From, from seeing it the first time around. Real, realistically, the only parts I remember, I remember the festival, that weird skeleton that they kept showing. Like, that stuck in my brain. There was, like, a skeleton puppet. And I'm like, why is there a skeleton puppet that I... And then they kept showing it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why. Um, and I remembered Christopher Lee. That was about it. Like, I didn't remember much of the plot line other than, obviously, werewolves. <laughs> but it, it's not a movie that stuck with me, and for good reason. I, yeah, I don't think this will stick with me after this watching. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious if there's any listeners listening to this who actually enjoy this franchise. I would really like to know why this franchise was so popular. Because everything was like this. <laughs> like yeah, and five movies. I mean, that's a pretty decent amount. Yeah. And I mean, and again, a reboot, you know. I get it in the 80s and 90s. We were in the age of video stores and everybody was trying to get as much uh, material out there as they could. So they were taking everything. 
So, like, I get it. That's why companies like Full Moon existed. They were able to keep pumping out sequels because video stores were buying them to rent people or to rent to people. So I guess that's justification for why these movies exist. But my God, they're awful. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's rare that we we watch a movie on this show that I have a really hard time defending. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the same way as you. I can find, like, you know, good things in at least everything, but... Yeah. I mean, you and I have watched some really bad movies and have been able to find some fun stuff. But not in this one. (laughs) So, final thoughts before we start wrapping things up. Anybody have any uh, things to say about (laughs) Your Sister is a Werewolf? Don't watch it. Just read a review. (laughs) <laughs> or just listen to this we told you yep. everything you need to know this is true <laughs> Maurice, don't, any, don't, any... don't watch it ever <clears throat> there's nothing redeemable about it yeah I agree I it... did enjoy the theme song <laughs> no, I, that sounds I really terrible. did yeah oh. I enjoyed it it was entertaining I mean, I like the the band dancing around like morons like that. That makes <laughs> me giggle. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, I agree. Don't watch it. It's it's not worth your time. But so we're, we really kicked off the month with a doozy. But let's uh, jump into yeah. our social media here before we uh, continue on. So for anyone not following us, we are the Boogeyman's Closet on both Facebook and Instagram. Uh, check those out to find out what our upcoming movies are and all that. And Maurice handles our Twitter, which is. At Boogeyman's The. Thank you very much. Uh, we also have a Patreon. I just uploaded a crap ton of stuff to the Patreon because uh, I kind of fell behind on, on uploading the unedited episodes. But $3 a month will get you all of our unedited episodes as well as uh, some random stuff here and there. The higher tiers will get you stuff in the mail as well as birthday picks, etc. Uh, we are part of the Rad Pantheon Network. So if you guys like this podcast, chances are you'll like other podcasts on the network. Uh, it's a collect art collective of artists, musicians, and just rad people doing rad stuff. So check out radpantheon.com and radpantheon on all the socials. Sam, thank you very much for joining us once again. I'm glad to finally get you involved in this show. We've been talking about it for yeah. too long. <laughs> I know. No, way too long. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I, is there anything you want to give a plug to before we? Yeah, actually, I, I, I have a few plugs. Yeah, go for um, it. So I don't think the episode is going to come out before, but this Saturday is a Buffalo Metal Fest that we're going to be vendoring at. It's a whole day music event with a whole bunch of bands playing. Um, Then I want to mention that our next event for our adult section, Deep in Jerry's Closet, is Adult Mm -hmm. Wave. It's an event in Rochester on August 19th and 20th. It's a cannabis and sex positive show. And there's some little workshops and all kinds of other stuff. And then I wanted to mention the Thursday Night Terrors is doing their next drive-in on my birthday with mm-hmm. Killer Clowns and Mars Attacks. Yep. It's super exciting. And then I want to give a shout out to uh, Timeless Babes on 87 Allen Street, a vintage punk shop that's been doing a ton of shows. They usually do about two to three shows a week. So that's a nice thing to go check out. 
Nice. And then I'm from uh, Western New York Horror Crew, and then we have our thrift nerd store, Jerry's Closet, which will be closing at the end of August. So August 27th will be our last day opening, and right now we are having dollar movies and music, $2 books, and 50 cents off comics, toys, and games. Very cool. Yeah. Are, are you going to be going to the terrors? I don't know. Maybe it it makes it hard with the if you might not get in, you know. True. So well, getting there early enough to get a spot in line and waiting—that's mm-hmm. going to be the hard part with my schedule. I will say this: with the drive-in, I I haven't seen it sell out yet. Um, and there's there's definitely a lot of spaces like, uh, because I oh, went to the well, last I... one, and mm-hmm. there there were like two or three parking spots like near where I was parked. Um, And and then several people cleared out after the first movie. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, and so I'm definitely going to be there. I think Mike and Tara are going. So let me know if you're going, because then we can all kind of park near each other. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could get like dropped off and picked up. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. If we could go (laughs) together. my way to your car. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I would love that. But alrighty, folks. Well, uh, anybody who wants to watch our next movie, I know this was a bad one, but trust me, the next one, while it is an unnecessary sequel, it's a fucking good sequel. Uh, our next episode will be 190 Pet Cemetery 2. So that's that can redeem. <laughs> this oh, Eddie month. Furlong. Eddie Furlong and Mr. Krabs himself, Clancy Brown. <laughs> I just so miserable in that movie. Oh, but it knowing good. I mean, he does a good character. Oh yeah, but knowing he's Mr. Krabs and and seeing him go on a killing spree is so fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, it's Mr. Krabs gone crazy. I love it. (laughs) But so that is at least going to make up for this awful movie that we covered. But alrighty, folks. So I think we're going to wrap this one up here. As always, this is Mike saying goodbye. Bye. This is Sam saying don't watch this movie. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, Follow us on Instagram at The Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Thank you, thank you.